0: Grace, mercy, and peace be to you from God our Father, through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Well, again, what a great joy it is to be here. What a a wonderful day it is outside. What great beauty and joy. What warmth there is here. What beauty there is here. What friendship, what love, and all of it, all of it, Because of the love of our God in Christ Jesus, born in Bethlehem so long ago. And I think the joy of Christmas, I mean, it's a joyful day, right? But the joy of Christmas is magnified by all the decorations. In and of itself, Christmas is a joyful thing. But then you add all these beautiful decorations, and it gets just more and more and more joyful. Uh, there's the lights and there's the candles. Uh, there's the wreaths and the beautiful garland. Uh, the Christmas trees and all the beautiful ornaments. Uh, there's the gifts that are beautifully wrapped under the tree. Uh, not the way that I wrap them. That's newspaper and lots and lots of tape. But, but the real beautiful wrapping that, that the pros can do, right? There's all these beautiful decorations. And one of my favorite uh, Christmas decorations is the nativity scene. Uh, We had a nativity scene in our household when I was a child. I'm sure many of you also had a nativity scene in your household when you were growing up. Uh, Maybe you have one in your house today. Uh, The one that we had in our household was quite simple. Uh, It was pretty small, a little wooden structure. And there were little wooden figurines that corresponded to the gospel text. Uh, There was some shepherds, and there were some animals, Uh, There were the wise men coming from afar. I think they were on camels. Uh, There was Mary and Joseph, and of course, at the center of it all, there was Jesus. Uh, Throughout this Advent season, we've been talking about and thinking about picturing Jesus. Uh, That's why we have this blank canvas here, uh, because really, ultimately, we don't know. Uh, We don't know what that picture of Jesus is. What did he look like when he was born in Bethlehem? Uh, What did Jesus look like throughout his earthly ministry when he was uh, teaching and preaching and doing miracles? Uh, What will Jesus look like when he returns? Uh, As we've been thinking about and hearing, there are some images that Scripture gives us, but there's a whole lot of mystery to it, a whole lot of unknown. Well, nativities and nativity scenes are a way that we can... Picture Jesus, right? Nativities help us imagine and visualize what it would have looked like had we been there that night in Bethlehem. Now, most nativities, the one I had as a child, I'm sure the the nativities that you had as children and uh, that you have in your house, most nativities follow the Gospels closely, right? Most nativities are are historically accurate, biblically accurate. Most nativities don't take large creative leaps, filling in large details that aren't actually there, right? Most nativities. Did you hear me say the word most? Uh, There is a nativity for sale on the internet. What isn't for sale on the internet? Uh, This is called the hipster nativity, and this nativity imagines what it would have looked like had Jesus not been born 2,000 years ago, but this nativity imagines what it would have been like if Jesus were born today. Uh, this nativity, uh, they, they sell it, they market it as a conversation starter. Uh, and when I show you some of the figurines, you'll realize, yeah, it's a conversation starter. It's not meant to be serious. It's not meant to be biblically accurate. All right, this nativity has some shepherds, and there's one of the shepherds. Uh, If you look closely, this shepherd, this modern shepherd, assuming that the birth of Christ happened in 2017, he is, like most modern people, glued to his tablet. We don't know what this shepherd's doing. If he's watching Netflix or scrolling through Facebook, we don't really know. Uh, He's got his earbuds in. He's blissfully unaware of the world around him. Uh, Behind him is a lamb wearing a knit sweater. Have you ever seen someone dress up their pet in a sweater? That's apparently what this guy's doing. Behind that, this shepherd has uh, a 100% organic cow eating gluten-free feed. Uh, There's the wise men. Uh, The wise men come not on camels, but the wise men come on... Segways, (laughs) Segways, <laughs> battery-powered segways, uh, and the wise men—they bring gifts, right? But what kind of gifts do the wise men bring? If it was two thousand seventeen, gifts from Amazon, right? Where else does anybody buy a gift from these days? Uh, and this 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 nativity, again, meant to be humorous and a conversation starter. Uh, this nativity has the Holy Family, and what are they doing? Taking a holy selfie. Now, like I said, this is not meant to be serious. In no way do the uh, creator of this try to make it seem as if uh, they're picturing Jesus in any real way. They're not trying to follow Scripture. There's really nothing serious about any of that. But I do think there's actually something for us to gather from this. Uh, I know this is just a conversation starter. It's nothing you'd probably want in your home, maybe. Uh, But there's something serious here. Because I think... That if in the fullness of time and in the wisdom of God, if God chose to have our Savior come not 2,000 years ago, but if God did have Jesus come today and Mary and Joseph welcomed Jesus into the world, the same as it was explained in Scripture, if that had happened, you know what they would have done? They would have reached into their pockets and pulled out their phones and taken a picture. Why? Why? Why would Mary and Joseph take a picture of that moment? That's what we do, right? That's what we do. Uh, When something amazing, something unexpected, something surprising, something that has never happened before, when that happens to us, what do we do? We grab our phone, we take a picture, we capture the moment, and then what's the next thing that we do? We hit send, we hit share. We capture the moment, and then we share that moment with the whole world. Because you see, this moment that Mary and Joseph and the shepherds had had happened upon, this moment was no ordinary moment. This was the moment. The birth of Jesus was the moment. Uh, All of history leading up to that point had been looking forward to it waiting for it, on tiptoe with anticipation. And after this moment, after the birth of Jesus, all of history would continually look back at that moment. God taking on human flesh, entering his creation, is the epicenter of human history. Uh, We hear this in the Gospel of John. John talks about the beginning, and he's already talking about Jesus. This is John chapter 1. He's talking about the moment. In the beginning was the word. The Word was with God. The Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through Him. Without Him was not anything made that was made. In Him was life. Life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. In the beginning, God was looking forward to God was promising this moment. The Word made flesh and dwelling among us. The prophets talked about this moment. Isaiah chapter 6. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who dwelt in a land of deep darkness, on them has light shone. For to us a child is born. To us a son is given. The government shall be upon his shoulder. His name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. And this moment, in Bethlehem, God breaking into human history. God taking on human flesh. This is what Gabriel had told Mary was going to happen. Luke chapter 1, Behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son. You shall call his name Jesus. He will be great and will be called Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give to him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. The moment. And here we have Mary and Joseph and some shepherds. Uh, There's reason to believe that the magi, the wise men, didn't come until later on, but, but here they are gathered together, Mary, Joseph, the shepherds, in this moment. And you can imagine, you can imagine that they wanted to do whatever they could to capture it, right? They didn't have phones. They didn't have tablets. They didn't have any other way to capture it, but they just soaked in that moment uh, through their eyes, and they soaked it into their hearts and their minds and their soul and their bones and every part of their being. They soaked in the moment. And they had questions, right? Everybody there that night had some revelation of God. They knew something of the gravity that was going on, but they all had questions. Joseph. Joseph had questions, right? Why is my virgin bride to be with child? What's going on here? But God also, in the midst of his questions, God revealed something to him about the gravity of that moment. An angel comes to him, Joseph, son of David, do not fear to take Mary as your wife, for that which is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, or he will save his people from their sins. Just imagine Joseph. Questions, confusion, uncertainty, but also realizing that God has said this child's going to save his people from their sins. Joseph soaking in that moment, capturing it. And we know, Scripture tells us that Mary does exactly this. Luke chapter 2 says that she treasured up all of these things, pondering them in her heart. And the shepherds. Same thing with the shepherds. Uh, God revealed to them through the angels something of the magnitude of what was happening there in that place. Angels come to them, fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. All of them gathered there. Questions. Details that weren't filled in yet, but all of them gathered there, having been told by God in some way, this moment was huge. And they just sat there and soaked it up, capturing it. But then what happened? Did they just stay there? No. They didn't just capture that moment, but were told that they then shared the moment That they left from that place, particularly the shepherds. We hear this Luke chapter 2. The shepherds left and they made known the sayings that had been told them concerning this child. And all who heard it wondered at what the shepherds told them. Did you catch that? They made known, and all who heard it. These shepherds left from that place. After capturing the moment, they then shared the moment. And how did they do that? They didn't hit send they didn't hit share. They used the only way they could, their voices, their feet. And they walked from that place, and they said, you won't believe what I saw. Hey, you, let me tell you this good news. Hey, can I tell you something great? Can I tell you something wonderful? They left that place. They shared the moment with their social network. Strangers, people they passed on the road, friends, who knows, all kinds of people. But Mary and Joseph and the shepherds left from there, and they said, God has done something huge. Brothers and sisters, I think this dynamic is the same for us, that we get to capture the moment and we get to share the moment. Uh, Here we are today, capturing the moment, right? God has done something huge for us in Jesus 2,000 years ago, God has done this thing. And here we are again, soaking it up, basking in the love of our Savior, realizing that God saw our need. God saw our brokenness. God saw our sin and our filthiness, all of these things that we needed. And God said, I'm coming. I love you. I'm not willing to, to watch you idly as you die as you uh, just, just wander without a savior, but I'm coming and God broke into human history, broke into his creation, putting on human flesh. We just sit here and we say, God, wow, thank you. Thank you for this love. Here we are basking in that, hearing this good news again as generations have heard, singing these songs again, basking in the moment, capturing it. Like Mary, we treasure these things but we're gonna leave this place, right? We don't just stay here. We don't just capture the moment and cling to it, but what are we gonna do? Like the shepherds, we're gonna leave this place in a few minutes and we're going to share the moment in every way that we can. Maybe it's like the shepherds with our voice and our feet talking to the people that we encounter. Maybe it's like we saw in that nativity scene on social media with different networks, digitally or physically, I don't know what, but we capture the moment and then we share that moment. And and that nativity scene that I showed you in the beginning, like I said, it's not serious. It's not intended to be serious, but I do think there's some takeaways for us. Uh, There's that shepherd that I showed you. And we don't really know what he's doing there on that tablet, right? He might be watching Netflix. He might be Skyping a friend, He might be Skyping a friend saying, you got to check this out. I was in this field, and these angels came, and look what I saw. Look what God has done. He might be sharing the moment right then and there. Uh, And those magi, they're going to leave that place, right? Again, not serious, but they're going to leave that place on segues. And I don't know if any of you brought your segue here today, but uh, maybe you're driving away in a car. Maybe you're going somewhere far from here and like those magi, you've captured that moment but now you get to go from here and you get to share that moment. And like Mary and Joseph, capturing this moment but then what are they gonna do? They're gonna hit share, they're gonna hit send. And that's what I wanna encourage you all to do. Here we are today, brothers and sisters in Christ, basking in the love of our God but as we go away from here, we take that love with us We share it with the world. This is most certainly true.